Welcome to St. James Bible Bites. This podcast was recorded live at our Sunday morning service. We continue our series exploring our purposes and values at St. James as the body of Christ. This week the talk is by Mike Gillingham, lay reader at St. James, and is entitled Bearing Fruits. The readings are taken from Galatians 5 verses 16 to 26 and John 15 verses 1 to 8. You can watch the whole service on our Facebook page, as well as our YouTube channel, both linked on our website. Come and share the first reading with us from Galatians. Can we just pray? Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. And we just pray that you will bless the reading of these words in your name. Amen. Living by the Spirit's power. So I say... Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry, carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures... Idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading this morning comes from John's Gospel, chapter 15, beginning at the first verse. Jesus continues his discourse with the disciples after the Last Supper. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off 
every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burnt. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Our Father, we pray that we may hear your word and understand it and take it to our hearts and lives. Amen. Now then, this is one of our favorite parts of France. Right in the center of Provence, looking over to Mont Ventoux, uh, where the Tour de France always climbs because it's the highest bit in the area and they want them to work hard. And this glorious scene of the vines. It's actually Jackie's favorite vineyard. Vines are, of course, a picture of Israel, the Holy Spirit. And the vines are there to bear fruit, to be made into good wine that we brought back with us. Well, it'd be a shame not to, wouldn't it? Wine that brings joy and is for celebration. And that's really what we're about. Joy and celebration. We are people of joy. Um, I have not used the shorter catechism for a little while, so let me remind you. The first question is, what is the chief end of man? Sorry, it was written a while back, and it meant women as well. And the answer, to glorify God and enjoy him forever. We're not about dullness, or let's put up with it. Let's be holy holies, but people you wouldn't want to meet, were to bring joy. One person who meant a lot to me when I was a young Christian was Dick Lucas of St. Helens Bishopsgate. And I know there's one or two others in the congregation who will have learned from him as well. 
I learned so much there. I also picked up a wife, which is by the by. But I learned a lot from Dick. And one time he mentioned how he approached the pulpit. In case you can't read it, that says danger in two languages, because it's in Wales. Um, And this place, the pulpit, is a place of danger for the preacher. Still so, even though we don't use a pulpit, here's a place of danger, because I'm going to be talking to you about the way I should be living. And it's not necessarily always a living I put into practice. It's a dangerous place. And he said that as a young man, he was in danger of being overconfident. So before he got to the top, as he was walking up the stairs, he would say, without me, nothing. Without me, nothing. That's Jesus' first lesson of the vine. The first lesson of the vine is, without me, nothing. But later, as Dick got older, he was less confident. And I can appreciate that. You just ask Jackie, Jackie what I'm like before I get up to talk. He was less confident, so he added, with me, all things. I find it difficult to imagine that I can do anything for Jesus. But this is an encouragement to us all. For each of us, you may think that you can't do anything. And That's true, without Jesus. But with Jesus, you can do anything. That's the second lesson of the vine. With me, all things. Now, vines need pruning. Not just cutting away bad branches, but cutting away surplus. I'm minded of Fabian, who was talking about giving up things we should not be doing so we could be more fruitful. We need to get rid of some things, look at our lives. And it may seem that after we've done all that pruning, we're dead and barren. We may regret giving up some things. And indeed, in winter, vines appear dead. There's no way of knowing that any of that lot is alive, just the weeds growing at the bottom. And sometimes our lives can be like that. They seem dead. And we go through dead periods in our lives. And the prunings are often burnt. I learnt while I was looking for a decent picture that this is now illegal in the EU um, because of the smoke. and They don't want the smoke. But by the by, in Jesus' day, they certainly burnt them. Um, It kills pests and it provides fertilizer. Jesus talked about cleaning. He talked about the disciples being already clean. We're cleansed. We've got rid... Jesus is getting rid of the pests in our lives and providing fertilizer. But I guess every so often a mistake is made and the main branch is cut and the leaves wither and the fruit shrivels up and rots. Unfortunately, there are examples in church life. But if we were pruned and cleansed, we can bear fruit. 
which is delicious and joy-giving. That's how we're meant to be. And if you remember nothing else from this morning, remember these two. Without me, nothing. With me, all things. Actually, Jesus put it the other way around. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And through vineyards, there are roads. And this is my seamless segue into the Galatians passage. <laughs> Where it's talking about walking. We could walk in the flesh, doing just what pleases us at a moment in time. And we can point fingers. How often greed, wealth, sexual immorality, and lots of other evils go together. And we can point. I could get very political here, but I will restrain myself. Because we're not asked to point the finger at somebody else. We're asked to look at ourselves. We often have an unrealistic picture of ourselves. <laughs> point the finger at us. It's very easy to follow everything we might like to do. Too much of this, too much of that, too little of the other. The roads are easy and broad and comfortable and they lead to disaster. If I could just pick out one of the faults. Factions, arguing. That is something that is so destructive when we criticize others. And I've seen too many examples of churches split and fruitless and empty and lifeless, falling over a cliff. Please, brothers and sisters, we're here as agents of joy and love, not of factions and arguing. But we're to take a better path. And there's a long list. And thank you for pausing over these lists. Now, I remember somebody telling me a long time back, and I've told some of you before, uh, like the Beatitudes, this is not multiple choice. You do not say, well, I'll have kindness, but I don't need to have love. You're meant to intent the lot. This is how we should be walking with love, concern for others. And that love should show joy. When we arrive somewhere, we should be giving joy to people, making them happier, not miserable. Our job is to bring joy because we love. And that sometimes needs forbearance putting up with people. We all know that there are some people who are easy to love and there are others who are a little less easy. We've got to put up with them too because we've got to love them and bring them joy and be kind to them. And we've got to be good and stick with it, faithfulness. 
Stick with it. And be gentle and have self-control. This path looks easy, but it can be difficult. Sometimes our life can see a difficult path. When I looked up this picture, I could hardly believe I've actually walked that. From when, and the worst bit isn't shown. There's a bit where you have to make a step and then cling to a wall and climb. Because if you don't cling to the wall and you miss it, it won't hurt much. But you won't live very long either. <laughs> the path can look difficult. But you can walk it. And why can you walk it? Because with me, all things. I don't know what your path looks like at the moment. It may be broad and gentle and full of fruit and joy. Or it may look hard. But it can be done because Jesus is with us. He is the vine, we are the branches, drawing our nourishment from him. Let's pray. Lord, we pray that we may ever be close to you. With your life in us, your power strengthening us. So whether our path is rocky or smooth, we will be able to walk with joy and love. Amen. For more Bible Bite podcasts, simply visit our website www.stjamestaunton.co.uk and click on resources. Thank you for listening and may God be with you today.